Today, we're joined by Jess Batiga, ANZ's Fraud Analytics Senior Manager. Jess keeps a close eye on scams and cybercrime. She manages the Fraud Analytics team at ANZ, which is responsible for detecting fraud and tracking unusual and suspicious transactions. So thanks for joining us, Jess. Thanks for having me today, Brett. Right, today, we wanted to discuss the issue of cybersecurity, so how it works and how the threats present themselves and what customers can do to help keep their data safe. So firstly, Jess, tell us a little bit about cybersecurity and what's at stake here. Thanks, Brett. Um, so to put it really simply, cybersecurity is the practice of making sure that we stay safe in the digital world by ensuring that we have protection for our systems, our networks, um, and data from digital attacks. Um, obviously, over the last few years, we've um, increased the amount of exposure that we have in the digital space. Um, and so everyone can benefit from having cybersecurity protocols in place. Um, when we look at that from an individual level, what that generally means is a cybersecurity attack or compromise can result in anything um, from ID takeover, um, social engineering, to the loss of important and um, personal information like family photos, passwords, or login credentials. Uh, when we think about cybersecurity from a business aspect, um, businesses heavily rely on cybersecurity measures um, because of the way and the nature that they work with data, um, and an incident can have devastating impacts on the businesses and their customers. So what does the threat look like and what can cyber criminals do if they get hold of your information or data? Yeah, so um, if criminals um, understand how valuable personal information is um, and what they do is they harvest that information um, and compromise data for several purposes. Um, so they look to do this um, to commit identity theft um, and when they're doing this they will look to open accounts fraudulently under a customer's name. Um, either they will do that or they will do what we call social engineering. Um, and social engineering is uh, using the information they've, they've obtained to be able to um, emotionally manipulate a customer um, to provide information or uh, uh, do a transaction on their behalf. Um, what we tend to find with these cyber criminals once they have access to this information, you may start to see that you receive an influx of calls from legitimate companies like the Australian Taxation Office, uh, NBN, um, Amazon, um, asking for additional personal information so that they are able to commit identity fraud through the banks. And how do customers uh, know if their data security has been compromised? Yes, yeah, so the most important thing, Brett, is um, to keep an eye um, on whether you've received any unsolicited or unfamiliar phone calls or emails. Um, if you're getting notifications from your bank that seem suspicious, um, and if you start to see any unfamiliar transactions on your bank statements, um, if you start to see things like uh, your social media accounts being opened or people contacting you um, out of the blue in relation to something that may not make sense, it may mean that someone's um, obtained some of your personal information from somewhere. 
Right. And so do you have some tips and advice for how customers can help keep their data safe? Yeah, the, the first thing that I think um, people need to be aware of is that they're the first line of defence. Um, and so what I mean by that is um, there are steps that you can take as a customer or a consumer to be able to better protect yourself. So things that we recommend are doing things like regularly changing your password, um, not having the same password across multiple platforms. Um, a lot of uh, services today, such as um, your social media or your email account actually allow for you to register for two-factor authentication. Um, so what that means is if there is an unfamiliar login from somewhere um, that you haven't been seen before, you will actually be sent a code to authenticate yourself. What that does is, is creates a, a, an additional layer of security um, so that if someone was attempting to access your uh, social media or your email um, using the password only, you would receive that uh, notification and know that your, your password had potentially been compromised. Um, in addition to that, um, something that I think um, we we sometimes forget about is installing antivirus. So antivirus software um, does provide a significant amount of protection, both on our mobile and um, physical laptops, um, to be able to protect from um, suspicious malware um, as well. Um, ensuring that we uh, keep our privacy um, and security settings uh, locked down on our social media. Um, so it's important to, uh, given the information that we share on our social media sites at the moment, um, that we keep that restricted and not open to the public so that somebody can't um, view your social media account and be able to obtain information that may help them uh, when they're looking to commit fraud. Be aware that you uh, may be contacted via the phone or email um, or even social media um, from scammers looking to elicit additional information. Um, recently, uh, we have seen an increase in the Hey Mum scam. Um, and so what occurs in that space is a customer will receive a contact from um, someone pertaining to be their child uh, advising that their mobile phone has been damaged or lost uh, and they ask for money to be transferred. Um, so if you ever receive a message that doesn't seem very um, accurate or correct, then always take additional steps to validate it before you do any of the action that's being requested of you. If you do receive a call um, from a company, the best thing to do if you are um, if you are unsure if it's the company in question contacting you, is to actually call the number uh, listed publicly on that company's website. This will ensure that you're speaking to the right person um, before you give out any personal information. Um, it's really important to also, like I mentioned before, regularly check your bank accounts. Um, and if you see any unfamiliar or um, suspicious activity on your account, contact your bank immediately um, and they can um, walk you through that. Uh, last but not least, um, you're actually entitled to regular copies of your credit report. Um, you can use this to uh, be able to identify if someone has applied for lending products in your name that may not have been yourself, which is a um, key indicator of identity fraud occurring. Um, if that has happened, um, you can contact the bank where the uh, lending has been um, has been requested from. 
Um, and last but not least, if you are a business, um, keep an eye out for any unfamiliar emails that you may receive uh, from a company advising that the account details may have changed. Um, what we do see is scammers um, uh, hack into uh, legitimate companies' emails and then look to advise that the uh, recipient or the money, whether the account where the funds are to be transferred from, uh, have changed. Um, if this is the case, pick up the phone and contact the company that you're paying to make sure that uh, that email is accurate and their account details indeed have changed. It's all very good advice, Jess, and thanks very much for your time today on Blue Notes. No worries. Thanks, Brett.